When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D Podcast, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm Jill, New Girl super fan, here with Joe, who's giggling as usual. Say hello, Joe. Hello. Okay. And Heather. Hey, everybody. So to open the show, we're going to talk about our feeling stick talking points. Who would like to go first? I will go first then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we had all challenged ourselves to watch the movie Desperados on Netflix, which reunites Lamorne Morris, who plays Winston, and Nassim Pedrad, who plays, plays Allie. I watched it. Heather, did you? I did. Joe, did you follow directions and watch it? I did. What? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. Joe's the rebel <laughs> of the group. So, um, it was nice to see the two back together again, and I found it confusing to watch Lamorne play a character who was so confident and assertive. I would only recommend this movie for maybe older crowds. Older adults. As there was lots of what they refer to as raunchy comedy, mm-hmm. which I did not see coming originally. No. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to add, Heather? Um, actually. About Desperados? Yeah, about Desperados. I'm just going to say uh, it wasn't my kind of humor, So, I, but I enjoyed seeing Winston and Allie, and I enjoyed seeing Anna Camp because I'm a friend, uh, a fan of um, Perfect Harmony. Yes. But I am going to come back to Desperados okay. in my discussion question. I also was surprised Heather Graham was in it. I didn't know that until I was watching it. Yeah, and I didn't see her in the credits, but I Googled it while I watched it. I think they were trying to surprise us. Yeah. Um. So there is something going around the internet right now, and I didn't tell you guys about this in advance. Oh. Unfortunately, we take these two weeks out, so it's going to be kind of old news by the time um, this comes out. But someone on TikTok showed when they flash forward at the end of the series of New Girl, it would be 2020. Oh. And one of the first scenes is, um, well, not one of the first scenes, but early on in the episode is Schmidt in a face mask, gloves, talking about disinfecting and cleaning things because he's getting ready for oh. Ruth's party. So now they're saying New Girl predicted the pandemic. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Which I don't think is true at all. However, it's a really fun and interesting, you know, accidental prediction Happy that they made. Exactly. So let's see if I have any more. I think that's all I want to talk about. I have a lot of feeling stick things, but I'm trying to spread them out amongst all the episodes. Heather, did you have any feeling stick talking points before we get into episode four? Um... No, I think I'm okay. Okay, Joe, did you have any? Nope. Which is not a surprise because as a new segment we need to add is Joe's notes. Uh, (laughs) Joe wrote four sentences today. I can't wait to hear what those four sentences are. So we are going to be discussing episode four, 
naked and the Netflix description is Jess accidentally walks in on Nick naked, sending his self-confidence to an all-time low, which isn't saying much, uh, just after a pretty coworker agrees to go out with him. Ooh. So let's start a discussion of the episode. As always, we'll start with the opening scene, which is the guys watching a scary movie and Jess coming in in her first pair of pajamas. Pajamas. These were heart pajamas. Heart pajamas. And my favorite part of that particular scene is how she starts describing the movie American Tale because it was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yes, and I have that in my notes too because they kind of showed Jess's uh, love for sort of, you know, cheesy movies Mm -hmm. in episode two. Correct. Where she and Schmidt agree to watch Curly Sue. Mm -hmm. And so I love when she says... um, Fame is about a group of dreamers yeah. with talent to, to spare, spare, taking New York New York by storm, one dance number at a time. Wow! So Heather's notes are a lot of quotes. Yeah, in in this one, and then of course she referenced American Tale. It was like classic Jess. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're getting your first look at her pajamas. Joe, what did you have to say about the opening scene? Is that one of your three sentences? Yep. Oh, it great! Is. Great. So I can relate because every time I watch a movie and make a comment, everyone's like, "Shh." <laughs> So, so true. That does so happen to you. They were shushing Jess, and then she's like, oh, this is where the guy blows up. And then, boom, he blows up. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I saw this before. And they're like, we're out of here. And they all get up and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting how both of you brought to the discussion today literally word for word the scene. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that is very true as someone who's watched a lot of TV shows and films with Joe. In fact, our son doesn't really like watching movies and films <laughs> because Joe will do that in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, but I got free movie passes. Okay, I don't think that's something. Because they gave it to everyone in the theater and I was one of them. Wow. So to clarify that story, Joe got the giggles in the movie theater and made such a scene that they gave all the theater goers free tickets to come again, including Joe, the person who caused the problem. And he turned to our daughter and said, why are they giving us these? (laughs) I don't know why you'd want that out on the Internet, but But there it is. Little glimpses into the world of Joe. Laughing fits are a medical thing. Okay, moving moving on from the first scene and Joe's medical condition of giggles. Um, In this episode, we see Lake Bell, who, uh, interestingly enough, was in a movie called No Strings Attached, which Jake Johnson, who plays Nick, was also in. Did not know that. I know. Fun little super fact. Joe, you look confused. Yeah. Do you not believe me? (laughs) No, I knew she was in a movie. I didn't know it was No Strings Attached. I think she's been in a couple movies. Yeah. And she's also on Bless This Mess. With Dak Shepard. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's where I've yeah. seen her before. Bless this mess. So uh, we find out that Nick's going to go on a date with Lake Bell. And he's feeling a little nervous. And then Jess makes a big deal out of it, making it worse. And then he's in his room dancing naked in front of his mirror. She comes in and see him. And that sets up uh, the rest of the episode. What do you guys have to say about it? Uh, I thought it was funny when Smith says, you need to suck your gut in. And he's like, what gut? And then Jess says, the little pouch where you keep your extra cookies. <laughs> a lot. Heavy quote episode. Yeah. You know, that really, um, they reference Nick being overweight a lot. And he's not he's by not. any stretch of the imagination. He's not, you know, Schmidt. But it just bothers me as a super Nick fan. Joe, what do you have to say about the top of the episode when this goes down? Well, I thought... It was reggae he was dancing to, and it was actually Jamaican music. So it was actually Jamaican, which I guess you could say is reggae. 
But okay, was that, that one was of your a, three notes? It was an interesting part because later in the episode they reference back to like, oh, you were dancing to Jamaican music there. It which did happen. Yeah. I relate to reggae music, so I thought that was weird. Okay, but it was very that funny. was weird. Yeah, that that was one of the funniest <laughs> moments though. No, is, read the read the is, emphasis on my that. Is, is that right there? The dancing in front of the mirror was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So at the same time, while that's happening, uh, we see that Winston's having a lot of trouble getting a job, and Schmidt tries to let him know. That, you know, he needs to get up on current events. And shockingly, because I made fun of Heather an episode or two ago about referencing Golden Girls. Yeah, take it from here, Heather. Okay, but so, please don't read us the scene. So Winston wants to know, like, what's been going on? What did I miss? And Schmidt says, Betty White is back. And then... Cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. And then he's like, what about the rest of the Golden Girls? <laughs> so it's, it's great that they brought up that iconic comedy. And mm. then Schmidt's like... They're all dead, man. They're all dead. <laughs> Not that we're laughing that they're dead. We miss them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also, and this is um, one of my favorite parts. I, Winston just always has something that cracks me up. Is when he's in the the interview, it flashes yes. back. He says, "I know word, word. open, print save, preview, save as print preview, preview. and so print. funny." Yeah, that was. I have that in my notes too. Now I. This, I'm really interested to hear your guys' thoughts on this. So obviously the way Jess handles Nick's response to her accidentally walking in on him naked is to be extremely pushy, follow him around, make the situation way worse than it needs to be. And I joined some Facebook groups um, that are like new girl fan based. And I didn't realize this. There's like a whole movement of people who think Jess is the worst character on New Girl. No. <laughs> yes, the show's about her. But when you if you watch it once, I think you watch it once. All the characters are great. When you watch it like five, six times, you realize like, wow, she's she can be kind of annoying. Oh. So what were your thoughts just on how Jess handled the situation? Joe. Uh, the situation of seeing Nick naked, you mean? Again, how he was like, leave me alone, but she wouldn't. She kept following him around and pushing the issue and trying to correct it immediately. Oh, I think it was just part of the story. It was, it made the story funnier, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't find it annoying, I guess. Okay, good. Well, as someone who's only watching it for the second time, uh, I didn't find it annoying. It seemed to go with her personality. You have to remember, too, Jess has just recently moved in. Mm -hmm. So she's probably thinking, oh, my gosh, we've got to correct this so that everything will stay good. And it's probably a lot of stress on her, and that's just how she responded. Yeah, I mean, her intentions, I I don't feel that way. I just, that's what I was noticing people say. And then when when you really start to pull it apart... You can hearken to some times where people ask for some space and she didn't give it. Oh, even though it's because she cared and she just wanted to. Because it was things. a sensitive issue. Yeah. Yeah. So as they're trying to work that out, because Nick goes on his date and things don't go well with Lake Bell's character because he's too afraid to take off his clothes, we should probably take a moment moment and discuss how she had a picture of President Obama framed in her room. Yeah, that was random. I noticed that too. I don't think at the time it was because yeah. like people were so excited about him, but right. it was weird. And there was like nothing else. Yeah. But she took the time to frame it that joe yeah the obama picture was weird i agree but uh so was the mock of taking his clothes off that was amazing <laughs> when he pretended to take his shirt off and threw it good, good yeah. catch joe that was really funny yeah. and then, then the look of disgust he gives himself after it's over yeah <laughs> so then um in trying to get things back on track uh jess introduces the feeling stick 
which um, she uh, takes out and says, you know, you hold it when you want to talk about your feelings, which is funny because I was watching something else on Netflix, um, The Babysitter's Club, because oh. I loved those books growing up. And they go to a ceremony where someone uses a feeling stick. And I watched it earlier oh, that day. It's just a little inside coincidence. Um, and then allegedly, Jess cannot say the word penis. And that's part of the reason Nick's mad or he's saying, you're saying I'm immature, but you can't even do this. But she says that word in the first episode. <laughs> oh, she does. Yes. <laughs> you know, I guess a couple episodes later, they forgot. I'm not going to remember all the dialogue. But if you watch it back to back, you suddenly notice like, hey. Wait a minute. Right. What are your guys' thoughts on that part of the episode? She even goes into a British accent. Mm-hmm. Yes. She tries to yeah. say it. it we love when funny. you do accents on the podcast. Yeah, so I, I can't do that one. That's okay. A, that's a weird Do you want to go back one. and do Nick's, uh, hello, Caroline? No, no. no. <laughs> I want to stay in the moment. But, okay. Oh, but okay. My bad. The thing about the feeling stick is it lasted about 10 seconds because as soon as Nick got it, he, he broke, broke it, it. In half. But she has a travel. She like, does have the travel, travel size. Only so just, funny. Only just it was funny how much size. stuff was in her bag and that it included like a pirate hat. Yeah. And then she's like, surprisingly, that's not the first time this has happened to me. I also yeah. carry travel size. Yeah. It was perfect timing on that. It really was. Yeah, really good. So something I wanted to bring up um, is that when Jess is not sure what to do, she goes to talk to Cece. And this is two times now in the first episode where someone has just... Cece's a model. That's still a job. Yeah. And sets are closed, but someone just barges in to see her. Or maybe it's not the second time. Maybe I'm thinking ahead of when, when Schmidt does it. But I just think it's funny that they treat Cece's work at this place that people could just waltz into and it's right. totally okay. She has time to talk. Yeah. She's getting her hair done and she's talking to Jess. <laughs> yeah. So she suggests to even the playing field um, that if Nick were to see her naked, that everything would be fine and it would be simple and it would take care of the problem. Joe, you're a guy. Would that take care of the issue for you? I guess tip for tab, but she wasn't very fond of that. But we found out later it happened kind of accidentally and organically. Well, I don't know if they called it organically. She went into his room to do that. He just came in with a girl, so then she hid. And in running out, she accidentally (laughs) lost her towel, which is pretty crazy (laughs) turn of events. I think Cece was right, though, because it did diffuse the situation. It did. Yeah. Yeah. I love when she asks if, I don't remember what what Lake Bell's character's name was. I I feel bad I didn't put it in my notes. They might not have said it. I don't don't have it in my notes. Um, That she said, you know, did she call yet? And Nick's like, I don't think she's going to be calling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So back to a little bit of the Winston storyline. Uh, Schmidt and Winston go on a run, and we just talked about this when we interviewed the key costumer on New Girl. We did. That Schmidt's running shorts were very small. I have that in my notes, too. And did yeah. you have reference to the neighborhood also? Um, I didn't even think of that, which is weird because I'm a huge neighborhood fan. Yeah, well, I just watched the neighborhood a couple weeks ago yeah. all at once. And they he wears them a lot, and they talk about Calvin a lot. comments Yeah, on but it. I think these New Girl ones were even shorter. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's... And as, as the costume designer who we interviewed told us, so is his kimono. Well, uh, Megan mentioned that his kimono actually gets shorter. Gets shorter. Every time that yes. it gets put on. Yes. Um, so he, you know, basically collapses and that makes Winston feel a lot better about himself. And I feel like, Heather, you've probably been really excited to say what Winston says. So why don't you yeah, get this so one? Yeah, so it's really foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Is Winston's like, hey, everything's going to be okay. We might get a cat one day. That cat might play the piano. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing of everyone's favorite, Ferguson. Exactly. Yes. And there is another foreshadowing moment 
of uh, Winston when Jess wears pajamas that have birds all over them. Ooh. Which reminded me of the bird shirt. She wears two sets of pajamas in this episode. The first is um, the hearts. And then later she wears the, in the final scene, she's wearing bird pajamas, which I thought was funny. Very cute. Um, so... Also, another running storyline during this episode, which is super weird, is Schmidt's upset that everyone has seen Nick naked except yes. for him, which he does not accomplish, but he does take the feeling stick to share that he thinks that it should happen. Right. And I have a question for you guys, not a discussion question, but just about this episode. Why is Nick always dancing? So he dances naked in oh. front of the mirror. When he's like in like Belle's room, he starts yeah. dancing. When they're back in his room, he's dancing. Yeah. What well, is that? Lake Bell was kind of like odd. Yeah. yeah. Her character was. Any yeah. thoughts on that, Joan? No. Although I think it's it's makes it humorous. Makes the storyline humorous, the dance. Yeah. yeah. So it's just yeah. there it for humor. It enhances the humor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are some of your other thoughts on the episode? Um, I think, I just like when, um, Schmidt keeps saying how much he wants to see, um, he wants to see Nick naked. And, mm-hmm. and I like how Winston's like, why? why? Yeah. Again, why? Yes. Why? And it makes yes. it extra funny that he has like the two heads, like one headset's on his ear and then it's like on his head. Yes. And he has the earbud in. And so you, he looks so ridiculous while he's asking. And you can tell that it's 2011 because he's got these huge earphones on. He's got two laptops that are big. Yeah. And he's trying to update himself by using Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other, did you, did you have any thoughts on the episode, Joe? Did I already ask you? No, I'm confused. And Sorry. then... Schmidt's, so my favorite quote of Schmidt was the... I guess we're going to do our favorite okay, Schmidt we'll quote now. to that part. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, this kind of fits under other things I were thinking. Was there three packages for the first date? Oh. I like the three packages for the first date. Yeah. And then also another foreshadowing thing. Oh, okay. You know how they said Schmidt was wearing a mask? Well, what what you missed is on the President Obama thing... Or on the President Obama thing, what you missed is what have what have you missed since I've been gone? His first thing was the country's broke. Ah. His second thing was the Golden Girls. Okay, okay. foreshadowing. But the country really wasn't broke back then. Actually, when Obama think, got, I don't think uh, anyone knew it could get this broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, that's what we'd I'm saying. Be real happy to go back to 2011 kind of right for, about now. It was now. kind of foreshadowing, but it was 2011. We were coming out of the recession, so yeah. it kind of it kind of was. Yeah. It kind of was like that. Everything's relative. Okay, so since we're on Schmidt quotes, Heather, did you have one? Um, I think it's the same one as Joe where he gives the three ideas and he's like, third, I like close-up magic. Interesting. I can't believe this because I thought this would be your, your favorite quote too. When um, Winston's like, you know, they got another guy on the team, Melno something something. He's like, Melno means, a, you know, a better black guy or whatever. And he goes, a better Melno? You're the best Melno. Oh, I did like that. And it was so heartfelt. It was. Yeah, it was so cute. I like it when they actually have scenes that show Smith and Winston's friendship separate. From yeah, them. there aren't many. No, there's not, but there are some, and they're very touching. So the jar count again was zero. It's so funny. You think back to the show. I think of like Jess's dresses, Nick and Jess's romance, and Jar. And I guess Jar isn't as big of the episodes no. as I thought it was. I mean, I never thought the Jar was really a big part of the episode. I just think Schmidt, and I think Jar. Even oh, when they okay. did like um, panels. Yeah, they'd interview the creator, oh. the cast. They would bring the jar and put it on the stage. Oh wow! So okay. there's a whole episode where they say jar like 45 times, oh. but we're almost there. So let's see. We'll go back up to our favorite Jess look, 
or the, the character we thought was best dressed. I'm going to give it to Jess. And I agree. Heather had watched the episode before me. She told me Jess wears her hair up. It's the blue dress. The one where she wears the start where she accidentally sees Nick. I, I love Jess's hair. So I'm so surprised I, I like it up. But how cute it looks in a bun reminded me of the meme where it shows a girl that's like a model with a low ponytail and her hair all poofed and it looks so cute. And then it's like, you know, models or other girls and they put their hair up. And then it's next to oh. a row of ponytails. Like, and I look like the founding fathers. Yes. Like, it's not cute. a look you could pull off. Right. Joe, what was your favorite dressed moment? The blue sweater with a polka dot dress. Okay, so red, same. Blue. Same as me. Well, no, you said blue dress. This the blue sweater. He likes the polka dot skirt. Yeah. Like the polka dot skirt. Yeah, it was, which was polka, black it was like and white. It, and, no, she was wearing a blue sweater. I just misspoke. She was wearing yeah. a blue sweater and a polka dot dress when she yeah, walked yeah. in on Nick naked. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was floral. It was it floral. Just, it was just, it was but floral. she, wore, she in, the, in the next day, she was wearing a polka dot skirt. Blue yeah, and white it was floral. Dots. I think it was yeah. black and white. Oh, black and white. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Joe and I like the same dress. Okay. Heather? Yeah, I like the dress where her hair is up. Yeah. And I think she looks elegant and sophisticated with that hairdo. And I actually would have liked to have seen it in more episodes. Yeah, and then we can give a like a runners up award to Schmidt shorts, I guess. Yeah, Schmidt shorts <laughs> do deserve some props. Exactly, but I'm gonna say though, I, I was excited because I love. I'm a collector of pajamas. I love pajamas, and this is where they introduced Jess in not one but two pajama sets. This they so did. if you haven't seen the episode, look closely. They are different pajamas. So uh, we'll start with Joe. What's your favorite funniest moment overall from this episode? It was a tie, actually. Oh, I have oh, two also. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was Nick dancing to the reggae, uh-huh. and then the British accent uh, that Jess did when uh, Nick was trying to leave. Oh, the accent. Okay. Oh, is it like Peppy Lepi <laughs> or Le something Pee. like that? <laughs> yeah, Peppy Peppy yeah, Lepi. That was funny. <laughs> and she's like, he's like, get out of my way. I, I gotta go. <laughs> And he's always in a hoodie, but what's exciting about this is he wears his red hoodie, but also he switches into a gray hoodie later. Oh, I did not catch yeah. that. He's very hoodie centric. I like when he's inside the house with the hoodie on his sunglasses. And at, the, at work, bartending. Yes. <laughs> okay, Heather, what was your funniest moment? You know, I think my favorite part is when they're actually using the feeling stick or the travel size feeling stick. At the end? Yeah. That yeah. Was, it was just adorable. Where they scene. buy into it. Yeah. My favorite, I had a tie um, when uh, Schmidt is reading Winston's Wikipedia of himself, or I don't know if his resume or what it was, and he it says he likes ducks, and Winston goes, I don't even like ducks that much. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> and I also like in the elevator scene when Jess runs in with um, Nick and there's a stranger, and she says, I think it's great that you dance naked. I think you should explore your sexuality oh, yes. in front of that guy. And he's like, what? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I love a good elevator moment. Yeah. Um, okay, so if there's no other thoughts on this episode, I'm going to open it up to discussion Ooh. questions. Heather, would you like to go first? Sure, I'll, I'll go ahead and get started. Um, so we had the opportunity to watch Winston and Allie in Desperados, which got me to thinking, you know, a lot of times we have someone who is one of our favorite characters on a TV series, and then they go on to a film. And it's like, okay, how do you feel when you see these characters in a different role? And I'll go ahead and start us off because I'm a huge King of Queens fans. And I didn't know how I'd feel about seeing Kevin James in different roles. Actually loved it. Really enjoyed him in Paul Blart Mall Cop, Zookeeper, etc. So you guys can either share on that or how you felt about seeing Winston in a different role. Um, well, Joe, 
How did you feel about seeing Winston in a Or if you have a favorite actor that goes into movies. I just think it's hard to... Uh, when, when, especially when you see this show and you see, uh, say, Schmidt go off and do another show. Like, you want him... You want his mannerisms and the way he does exactly how he was in New Girl. And then when you see other show, you're kind of well, like, that's... that's, that's that's different. It's just a different thing. But then there's some people that pull it off very well, like Jennifer Aniston. She's made several movies after good Friends. Call. Good and call. a lot of them were different characters than she was on Friends. And it's actually good. She can show a sensitive side, sexy side, funny side. And she's taken on know. some dramatic roles, too. So it's yeah. totally different than Friends. Well, I think Joe's answer is skewed because he's in love with Jennifer Aniston. Could be. Also, she did a lot of films while she was doing Friends. So I think that helped. Oh. If you do nothing yeah. and then wait. But I do think, as someone who watched... Um, New Girl before The Neighborhood, you and I feel differently right. about Max Greenfield and the right. character of Schmidt. Whereas I'm like, oh, I wish his character was more like Schmidt or I'm constantly seeing the similarities. But I feel like I'm watching a different character. But there are some people like when you watch them in one show and you love it so much and their character is so strong, it is weird to watch them in something else and accept them as a, as a new character. Right. I'm just really thankful. I When I started New Girl, I did not know that Max Greenfield was going to be a star of it. And I love him. So it's exciting to see him in any venue. Exactly. And all the um, characters or all the actors who are on the show are in other things now that we watch. Like, I watch Stumptown with Jake Johnson, and his look is very different. He has, like, a full-grown beard, and his Ooh. hair is grown out, and he puts, like, a there's, like, a lot of, like, gel in it. Um, and he's, like, a gruffer character. Still a bartender. So mm-hmm. there's some threads. There are similarities. But I don't... I think... When I watch it, I think how much I miss Nick. <laughs> but yeah. then I still see him as a, a totally different character. Well, if you watch the movie Let's Be Cops, both Coach and Nick are in there, and they're oh. exactly like their character's new girl. It's hilarious, so... Yeah, I know that was your discussion question. Yeah, so that's... Uh, you know, that brings me to my discussion question, oh. which is, did you know Nick and Coach were in the movie Let's Be Cops? Oh! I did, because I'm a New Girl super fan. From, yeah, it was from 2014, and they both live in the same apartment. And as the title suggests, they're cops, but their personality and quirky ways uh, kind of bleed over from the New Girl show oh. into that movie. Is that a Netflix movie, Joe? Uh, I don't think no, so. no, I watched it on like FXM. Oh. So it was I mean, it was a like a, a movie. movie in oh, it the was theaters. a real movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, just a long yeah. time ago. Um, because I know that I watched an interview with Jake Johnson where he referenced um, being upset that Coach wasn't able to be on. I think they were friends oh, before. Okay. Um, so they did that movie together, and I've never seen it, but I've always wanted to. But I was too late to watch it on TV the night. You didn't watch the whole thing, Joe, right? You just caught part of it, right? But I, it caught, was I caught towards the end of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so when, if it comes on again, and I know it's on, I'll, I'll watch see the it. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, then that can be our next feeling stick talking point was about that right so um i already said my discussion question which did we think that that really makes it even when uh when jess was able to be like oh i'm naked too in front of nick and trying to make things even so does anyone have any last thoughts about this episode before we move on I thought it was just a really fun episode. I enjoyed it. Um, I watched it once for relaxation and once for the podcast. And there's just it was a great episode. Joe? Yeah. And we're starting to see a theme where they're always watching TV in oh, an episode. Kind of Curly like you. Sue and now this one, American Tale, which I don't know is the Bronx Tale or the American Tale is a little different. I'm not sure, but... 
American he, tells a cartoon. Oh, they are two yeah. different. Yeah. She describes it about yeah. a mouse coming to America with his family. Yeah. <laughs> the name's Bible. It's one of my favorite movies. But they do, they like their TV, but I think, again, as Jill pointed out in one of the first episodes, they're not on their phones all the time because in 2011, TV was a bigger deal. Now, yeah, we were wrong. We had someone correct us on the internet. iPhones oh, definitely did. existed in 2011. And then Our I remember bad. in like two more episodes, Jess is holding an iPhone with the bunny tail on it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so the, they kindly corrected us on Facebook. Like, oh, I can't wait to listen. And then in the comment from her comment was like, um, they had cell phones then. Oh. They had iPhones. <laughs> but, I, yeah, they're, they're in a shared space, so they're going to watch TV sometimes yeah. and spend time together. So our next episode that we're going to look at is number six called CC Crashes. Ooh. And I do want to say, oh, number five, sorry, number five, CC Crashes. I do want to say that I don't think they... CC isn't painted in the greatest light, I think, in the start of the show. But then as they have more time and character development, we get to see her because she really upsets me in the next episode. Ooh. Controversial, but it's true. It's going to be exciting to watch that. So we will see you guys then. We'll be here. Okay, bye-bye.